0: This is Al Pacino And you're listening To two motherfuckers Who I like to call My friends me amigos Juan and Joe The podcast Right here Cocksuckers Who are you? What's up everybody? Uh Welcome back to another episode Of Hella Average With Jose a podcast That uh You know I have, uh, well, well, for some people know, it usually re- uh, revolves around my buddies my buddy who's in prison, Brad, b as we call him, and who's been in prison for quite some time now, since, well, I think now he's going on 20, wow, six years, I think it is, right? Yeah, I think it's something like that, since 94. Anyways. I don't always have a letter from from Brad, and um, and so uh, today is no exception. So sometimes I just put out a podcast because listen, I have to talk, I have to vent, and I got shit to say. That's it. But um, I wish I would have had a letter from Brad. I always actually look forward to those more than anything. But I figure I have to do something. And um, talking and talking shit and venting. I mean, why not? It's like I talk to myself every day anyway, all the time. I'm sure a lot of you guys probably know that feeling, but I figure why not? Might as well record it, right? So, yes. Um, So today, I'm going to go up and meet up a, a buddy here in about an hour. So I have to make it a little bit shorter than normal. You guys are probably happy to hear that, at least, because um, who knows what the hell I'm going to talk about today. <laughs> I do well, I have one thing I'm going to talk about for sure, and that is I still haven't wrote Brad back. I know, I know. I was supposed to when I did the last letter, which was that the last episode? I can't even remember now. But I hadn't. I haven't wrote him back. Um, It's just last week. I didn't even put out a podcast last week during Christmas Day week because I was just all over the place. And doing shit that I usually don't have to do. Running to all sorts of stores, errands, and it's just been quite busy, actually. I've had a few friends that have some extra days off or a week off been hanging out with them a little bit as well. And I went out of town for about four days. And so by the time I was able to actually do something and breathe, we were heading out of town. We had a big dinner on a Tuesday night with our normal group of friends, which was absolutely fantastic and then yeah still had to do a lot of catching up on the Wednesday and then finally bounced on Thursday so had to leave town and so I never was able to get around to recording a podcast as much as I wanted to so merry late Christmas I guess if that's such a thing I hope you guys had a uh, a good holiday I definitely did um been uh the part the little dinner that I had with some friends was great going out of town and spending time with uh, other friends and family that was a lot of fun also so it's been good it's been good i have to say now this is what new year's new year's day week and uh 2021 is what a couple days out now listen for me a lot of people always i, I a lot of people always talk about the whole New Year and I'm going to do this in the New Year and this and that. And I get it. I do. Sorry, that was me. But I've just never been a person about, I guess, New Year's resolutions. I just don't I don't believe in that shit. And here's why. A New Year's is man-made, right? I mean, time is man-made, all that is. And just because it's a new year... It doesn't mean things are going to change. It's just, now, if you're running a company and you're doing, you know, numbers, fiscal years, first quarters and second quarters and all that shit, yeah, that part does matter. But as a person and personal, uh, I don't know what is it, personal goals that you may have, whether it's quit smoking, uh, drinking more, which is probably an easy one to achieve, um, going to the gym, you know, your normal shit, which, oh God, gyms are going to be so packed here the next few months. And then all the moops will eventually drop out. And then that's when we celebrate. That's a real New Year's for us. So the thing is, is it's man-made, right? Now, if you wanted, say, in November, sometimes possibly October, but November starts, well, you know, the new year, I'm going to start this new year, I'm going to start that. For instance, I'll give a perfect example, the gym thing. I'm going to start a new year. New Year's, come the New Year, I'm going to start eating right and start working out. You know, why don't you just start doing that now, right? I mean, just say, hey, you know what? Monday, I'm going to start doing it. You don't have to go full blown. But all you have to do is gradually make, make some changes. I know we have that, you know, the Thanksgiving thing that comes up, which is great. Uh, the holidays are are in, you know, we're in the holidays. People are starting to... Make more food, treats, and this and that. And there's nothing wrong with it. I think that's great. It doesn't mean you have to put everything in your fucking mouth. Just be make some gradual changes. Hell, you don't even have to worry about really necessarily eating, right? Just start doing something more active or at least sign up at the gym now or whatever the hell it takes, right? So am I glad 2020 is over? I, I guess, but listen... The 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 virus of COVID shit that we've been dealing with this entire year, which I am just done with, doesn't give a shit what type of New Year's it is. It doesn't it doesn't know, it doesn't care, there's just nothing there. To to it's just another who knows, it's not even another day for this virus, it's just moving along. As for humans, it's just another day, honestly. It really is. I mean We just, 2020, 2021, and it's good that some people use it for motivation. And if it works for motivation, awesome. But keep it up during an entire year. Don't say the same shit or the same resolution, you know, um, towards the end of 2021. And don't be quitting your resolution in a week or two, a month, or whatever. I mean, give it six months at least. So I always tell people the same thing with working out. And your body, hey, I I work out quite a bit, and I'm all about letting a little loose on your Novembers and Decembers. I don't go nuts or anything, but I get it, I understand, and I think you should. But um, in all honesty, the body don't give a shit either. It's not like the body's not gonna be like, oh, you know what? Hey, it's the holidays, you know, Thanksgiving's here. And you know we got a month and a half of you know Christmas stuff and people eating and then Christmas dinner and hey you know what let's uh, eat whatever you want and I will go ahead and not store that body fat and you know not get fat because hey you know what it's the holidays I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a break off no it doesn't work that way your body don't give a shit either it's just another day that's all it is so whatever you put in there. It's going to treat the exact same way it has the other 365 days of the year. That's just the way it works. So, Happy New Year's anyways, because I'm a, hey, it gives me time to celebrate with some friends, and it's fun. I get it. It's cool. Uh, It's not such a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. And and maybe it's maybe it sounds like I am saying it's a bad thing, but I don't think it is. I'm just saying that if you have a if you have a goal in November or October or whatever it is for the new year, why don't you just start doing it now or at least gradually get into it? Why wait till the next year? All right. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Uh I can understand Christmas weekday, like last week during Christmas Day week. You go, you know what? After the new year, I'm starting some new shit. I that's cool because hey, it's a what week, week and a half out. I I can get behind something like that. But just remember, New Year, a new year is a man created thing. Viruses, the way the body stores or burns food or f- calories, doesn't matter. It don't give a shit. So, hey, use it for motivation, but stick to it, huh? Come on. I mean, that's what you got to do. But yeah, two days away. Now, I am excited because tomorrow, our normal group of friends are supposed to get together, have some food, have some drinks, and celebrate the new year together, which I'm always looking forward to. And it's the same friends that we've been getting together, the same small group of friends that we've had for the last, I don't know, six, seven months. And it's been fantastic. So, um, usually we do have a little bit of, of a larger party on uh, New Year's Eve, but because of this whole garbage shit, hey, we want to at least be a little cautious. I, again, I'm not, I'm not too, uh, uh, nervous about the COVID. I, I'm not one of these fucking people that freak out and shit like that. But, uh, at the same time, there's other people that are and, I don't want to get exposed to it. I, I believe it's out there. I just, I just not, I'm not that afraid of it. It's kind of like I'm afraid as much as I am of the flu. But I don't want some dirty dude. Well, I guess not, they're not dirty. We're not like I'm biting dirty ass fucking people from the street or anything like that. I just don't want somebody that's sick and expose us all. Because even though I don't give a shit about like, I'm good with me. I, there might be somebody else that I might be around at the gym or something like that, that, you know, possibly could be put in a little danger. So I want to try to at least, you know, be aware. So I think, you know, our group of friends, our smart group of friends is great. So I don't need anybody else, honestly. Um, that's the happiness that I have and I look forward to it. And I'm looking forward to that tomorrow night, and I was looking forward to that last Tuesday, and and I'm glad that it happened, it was our dinner, or, or Christmas dinner, I guess you could say, and it was absolutely such an amazing time, late night, I was out till fucking two in the morning, whoo, yeah, that was nice, so, and so I've been kind of uh, doing the uh, late thing here recently, because even when I went out with uh, my friend, what was it? Actually, I think it was a Friday. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was Friday when I went out with uh, my friend. We went to our uh, our spot, Also, Had a couple lost Vikings that we shared. Oh, fantastic. Uh, her and I had a great time uh, there. And again, had another late night. Oh, But at least it was Friday this time. And I was done with the gym for the week. That shit gets hard when it's like on a Wednesday or a Thursday, and uh, was that like? La- oh wait, wait. Last week I was out of town. That was the week. Well, I'm talking about the Tuesday before Christmas. So Friday, that Friday before. Follow? Yeah, you got it. You got it. You know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, so uh, we had uh, we had a great time. Uh, just bullshitted, laughed, and you know, we decided we need to make that place. Um be able to open up a little bit later. Son of a bitch. We're always closing out, closing it out, and then we're getting kicked out. So then we have to leave. And well, I guess it's not so bad when we'll, you know our next stop isn't that bad, but it still causes for a little bit of a late night for me. And my old ass. Uh a late night, whether I'm now I am drinking at this time, but even if I don't have a fucking beer, maybe maybe I just have one beer. I go to bed at two o'clock in the morning, I get up at seven. And whether I've had a drop of alcohol or not, I feel like I'm hungover. Oh, yeah. So uh, I was a little tired that next day, but you know what? I'm having a good time. And we um, we definitely had a lot of laughs. And uh, yeah, we just, again, we just don't stop talking. And uh, we have a good connection. And we talked all sorts of things, again, about, <laughs> about people from back home, what we're doing, about um, exes that are kind of nuts and, uh, you know, like, sucks at first that, uh, that things go south, but then you realize how great it is that they did go south, and we don't see it at that time, but we both had our experiences and especially recently and actually it's been great that you know it's like because you always sometimes feel like you're the only one no definitely not and so um so yeah so that you know we talked about our things and and the crazy fucking people that we end up dating that you know amazing enough don't seem crazy at first and then gradually they get nuts. It's almost like you like look in the mirror and all of a sudden you go, God damn, I'm fucking gained some weight. The same thing, you eventually, like you, you eventually look back after you know, and this person's not in your life, no longer in your life anymore. And you look back and you go, whoa, man, what the hell was I doing? What was I thinking? It seemed so normal at that point. And uh yeah, and it just, it just, it just wasn't, you know. Everything seems so normal when you're just in the fucking mix. I guess that goes with everything. I guess if you go if you stay in prison long enough, like my boy, you you feel like it's almost normal. Even though you yeah. I mean prison's a little bit different because you know that you're locked up and you and you don't realize. But it almost feels normal. Same thing when you know you grow up <laughs> grow up poor like I did and everything seems normal. It's normal that you have dirt floors. It's normal that uh your, you know, your brand new shoes are coming from a yard sale. Uh, you know, I mean, everybody does that. So, relationship, I guess it's the same thing. And then you finally kind of step out. Oh, just rub all the, I don't know, dirt out of your eyes and step out of the fog. And you look and you go, holy shit. I can see what the hell was going on now. Man, my vision's clear. And it helps so much. So, we uh we had our chat about that, and of course it doesn't hurt with some beers. Oh, I'm telling you that Lost Viking. We had a little bit. We had an, a red ale, which is good, but I just the Oso and the Lost Viking. I if I go to the if I go to Oso, I'm gonna get the Lost Viking almost every time, especially when I have some good company. But. It's good to have good company that likes the loss of Vikings so you can share because that thing will put you on your ass at I think a seven six or something like that. Yeah, I don't need to be driving after a couple of those. I have one and I'm fucking good. Um but yeah, so anyways, it was that it was a great time. It was a great time. It was it was fun. We had a we had a we had a we had a blast and um, got home a little bit later. So I'm starting to recover a little bit finally from all the drinking and uh, eating and a little bit of partying and but then tomorrow as I'm recovering because I got a big night tomorrow. That's right, New Year's Eve and some cigars and some drinks. Oh yeah, some friends. It should be a good time. Then yesterday, so yesterday um, I hung out with a buddy of mine. Uh, I haven't seen him for a while. Uh, we text here and there, but we—I haven't seen him for a, for a bit. And he, he's a uh, uh, morning uh, show, morning what is it, morning radio host out here in Phoenix. Uh, I was I was actually was a big fan of him, uh, 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 of his show and everything, and then eventually um, we ended up becoming friends. And it was just because I happened to be a fan. I do animation um, for. Uh, well, for him now, but I do animation also for comedians, and that's what I was doing at the Caliendo cast and so forth, and uh, and so that basically kind of developed into a friendship, and so got to hang out with him yesterday. Oh, man, it was a fucking great time. We hung out for a few hours, had some brewskis, you know, staring at you know, just drank stared at each other naked and you know so it wouldn't be so weird if with pants on it was kind of odd but you know we figured we'd go without pants and then it wouldn't be so awkward it was amazing it was a good time um no of course we had clothes on just just our shirts um and yeah we uh we talked for a few hours. I brought him some tamales from back home, which I guess he loves, which I didn't even realize he did, but he enjoys. But, um, man, we talked about some shit yesterday and it's always good when you're able to talk to somebody for, you know, for so long and you just fucking roll, you know, you just talk and talk and talk and talk. And I just, that's always a good sign. And it's, it's always it's always fun. So we talked about of course our tactical black because he's the one that kind of got me into Krav Maga. and you know, we talked about anxiety. Now I didn't know my boy kind of uh, went through that too, but I know that I, I don't have too much of high anxiety, but man, when you go to, when I go like to Krav Maga, you know, you got to team up with people. Now, if I'm going to the gym, I remember I remember when I first was going to the gym, I did have a little anxiety I think everybody does because when you first are going to the gym you feel that everybody's in shape you you well you think that everybody's in shape you think everybody's just already there and and just amazing specimens and you're gonna walk in there and they're all gonna look at you and fucking give you some weird look and being like oh god this guy look what's he doing and this and that. And then you're going to be trying to lift weights in there and they're going to be laughing at you and talking shit about you. And even though some of that is true because I've been there, um, really it's not. It's it's actually, people don't give a shit. People don't give a shit about you going to working out. Matter of fact, most of the time there's even more respect on, hey, this motherfucker's trying or wow, she's actually doing some work that you know she's into like it's going to help you know i mean it really does and the one thing i love about the gym and i tell you i've met some of my my i've met some of my best friends at the gym and it's funny because yeah you meet people then you hang out with them they you know you hang out with each other and before you know it you know you have a few guys that meet up with other people and they're all, you know, workout people. So you kind of look like a group of fucking douches <laughs> or meatheads or whatever. But it's just because you just meet each other at the gym. I'm telling you most of the time, if you see a big dude or some dude that works out outside the gym, you really don't talk. You're just like, yeah, whatever. But you meet at the gym. But this is this is what I love about the gym because I was saying I met some of my best friends at the gym, but what I'm, what I was, what I wanted to say is, this is the beauty about the gym. Everybody is on an even playing field. I, I mean, and he, and here's what I mean by that. Maybe not physically, not my strength, not even goals. It doesn't matter. The beautiful part about this is that nobody gives a shit what you do for a living, what you drive, what anything. No, it, what fucking team you root for. It doesn't matter you just end up talking to certain people inside the gym that you kind of have a connection with, you're cool with, you just bullshit, you talk, you end up eventually end up being friends, even though maybe you don't know their name for about a fucking year sometimes, which has happened to me numerous times. But man, I've met people in there that you don't even, I don't know, the subject never comes up of what they do for a living or if they even make that much fucking money because it doesn't matter. We're all in the same we're, we're all in, in one place to do one thing only, and that's to work out. And it, it just makes us all like, yeah, this is fucking great. And we talk and sometimes I don't find out what people have been doing for it's, sometimes I, I mean, I've gotten into that about maybe knowing somebody for three years before I realize what they're doing. I've met uh, I' met a good friend of mine which I haven't talked to him for a while, but but uh, my buddy Chris, who uh, is a defense attorney, which I had no idea, making fucking coin. That was, I want to say eight or nine years ago. And he was making like 350K a year. And it didn't even matter. It didn't change his thought or mine. It was just, it was just a connection. Matter of fact, I thought he was some fucking UFC fighter. Me and my buddy used to always make fun of him. See, told you I've I've done that before. But we just laugh and we we told him he's like "you assholes." He's from uh Jersey, New York. But I met lawyers, I met uh people that own uh their own uh their own businesses and I'm not talking about small business. I'm talking about some warehouse deals and uh um you know uh, one one of uh one of the guys that we know, or that I know, has a couple of houses out here, has a house at uh to, in Israel because his daughter lives there. Um, I mean, he's got a good business going and probably makes a lot of coin. Uh, this other guy that we know has, I don't know, like 18 properties in around the Phoenix and Scottsdale area. Never would have known. Never would have known. Not even care. But um, my buddy, uh, Devin, who has the the warehouse thing, I forget, he sells a lot of other stuff. He just has a huge warehouse. That That's how big the business is drives a, he drives an old Cherokee, probably like a, I don't know, early 2000 model. Uh, The other guy that has like 18 properties who makes, who I don't think has worked for a while because he hasn't, he doesn't need to, drives an old Toyota with like 200,000 miles on there. I've met uh, another business owner from Sweden who's just the coolest cat. Has a Maserati, but just a, an amazing guy. The the buddy I'm I'm meeting today has a very highly successful business back east. He's been retired for a while. He still is part of the company, but for the most part, doesn't do a lot. Has a house here. I think he has a house in Italy. Has a house in California somewhere. I mean. You meet and, and 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 anywhere same thing on the other on the other side of the coin. I've met people that, um, you know, work for a, a veterinarian hospital or, uh, or, uh, maybe uh, I don't know, uh, some type of you know for the state or for SRP and and shit like that. Um, I, I just all just the range of people that you meet that you probably would never. Not, not that you wouldn't talk to them because of where their status is, but because you'd never be in the same place networking wise because you have different interests. My buddy Felix is all a numbers guy who I work out with. All numbers. He's trying. He's eventually, you know, well, he's he's his goal is to become a CFO of a company. He's nothing but numbers. He doesn't really do creativity. Nothing but numbers. I'm nothing but creativity. I wish I was. I had some numbers, but I got nothing when it comes down to that. And, and. Uh, we get along just great. The thing is, as I'm saying is, if if he was networking with his people, he'd be in that area with, you know, the the accountants, the, the CFOs, the, you know, all this money management, investors, all this shit. And I would be on the other side and we'd never end up connecting. But the fucking gym does that. It was amazing. I don't know how this turned out into a gym commercial. I apologize. But I know where I came off track, which... I normally do but I just wanted to say that is the greatest thing about the gym to me. Working out is awesome, yes, but the people that you meet and the network that you develop is unreal and it's unmatchable anywhere. It's it's fantastic. So um, what I was saying is that anxiety, now <laughs> back about 30 minutes ago, uh, that anxiety I remember going, stepping into the gym and I was a little worried about it and that's anxiety. I didn't really think what it was, nervousness, whatever. Well, that's what happens when I go to Tactical Black. Now, at the gym, the difference is I just go by myself. I know exactly what I need to do, I know the exercises I need um, to hit, and I'm good. Even sometimes when I take a week off from the gym, I come back, I'm still a little nervous because I feel like the new guy all of a sudden. And I don't know why, but that is how I feel sometimes. I still get a little nervous. It's so bizarre. But it happens. And I always think like, wow, that's kind of weird. I'm a little nervous. Why? And I go in there and of course, it's, and it's and this is a gym that I've been going to for for years. So that's what's so bizarre about it. I've been going to Tactical Black for a little bit. Well, goddamn, is it going on two years already? Yeah, I think so. I still get, I get more nervous going there than anything. Matter of fact, any little excuse that comes up, I'm like, eh, fuck, I'm not going. And I'm paying for it, which it's not a smart move on my part, but I ended up, I used to go with, uh, with Baden who used to be, um, part of the podcast. Um, I don't know if he's even doing it anymore. He and I haven't, you know, we don't talk a lot anymore and not, it's not a fallout. It's just whatever happens. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, he has some things he has to deal with and, and that's fine. That's just the way it is. So I don't want to get into that, but anyways, I used to go with him. So when we'd go, it was, it was like, yeah, let's go. It's, it was fun. I knew who I was going to train with and I was good going by myself. I'm like, ah, shit, who am I going to train with? Who am I going to, you know, end up getting teamed up with? And I just, I just started getting nervous, man. And I thought it was just me until I talked to Baden about it one time and he told me the same thing. My buddy Ken, who I'm meeting later, told me the same thing because he ended up being a TB also, which I didn't realize that Krav Maga, tactical black. Every time I say TB, I I mean Krav Maga. And it was just so bizarre. So then when I talked to my buddy yesterday when we were visiting, he said the same thing. He's like, because he actually does person, he, he gets one-on-one personally trained with him. So he doesn't do classes, lucky fucker. I um, <laughs> wish I could be part of that, but he says the same thing. He's like, I don't like going. He's like, I can't do it. He said, matter of fact, the only time I'll go is if you go, because I get nervous. I get anxiety. And I didn't realize that he didn't. He's like you know, on the radio, and he has he has to have a person. uh, Well, he has a personality, but he has he's he's uh you know, he's definitely a little bit different level than I am, and yet he's the same thing. So we talked about that, and I just couldn't believe because he's like the same thing. He's like I'm not going unless you go. (laughs) It's just so fucking crazy, and it's so true. but yeah, and and that dude is the same as he is off the radio as he is on the radio on the radio. Except off the radio, of course, he gets to cuss a little bit more, um, which um, you know we just joked around and laugh and oh, and the Lululemons walking around yesterday. Oh, God, we were talking about that. How it's just whoa. Um, oh, it you see these things where you just you almost just drive yourself mad. You have to look away because you you can't do anything and it you just you'll go insane. These things, oh, they're ridiculous. Now in the Lululemons, we were we were talking yesterday, they're like a bra for the butt cheeks. I and mean, they really are. Because just at the gym, I've seen girls sometimes, the girls that maybe have a pair or two of Lululemons. And then other times they just have regular tights. And man, does their whole body, their legs, and especially their ass look so much different if they're not wearing Lululemons. And then my buddy was saying yesterday, he saw a girl. I don't remember. I don't know if it was at the beach or the pool somewhere at a resort who had Lululemons on. And he was just like, Oh my God, that is the most perfect ass I've ever seen. He was telling me, he's like, this thing was beautiful. I looked at it and I already pictured in my head that is exactly what it looks like. She went down to the pool. I don't know if she went down in her bathing suit or bikini or she took off her Lululemon's there or something like that. And he said, and that thing looked completely different than what he imagined. Now, not that it was terrible by any means, it was still nice but nothing compared like it was when it was tucked up in those beautiful, beautiful pants that just scrunch everything up and just make everything look tight and makes it have the perfect jiggle. You know what I'm saying? Just like, just just a nice little shake. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so we saw some of those. He actually got there early when we met up. And uh, it's it's an area, kind of like an outside mall that I'm by by Kierling Commons in, in Scottsdale Quarter. And he's like, I got here early, man. I actually decided to take a lap in his Jeep around. And uh, and he's like, I I had people honking at me to move because I was just staring at asses the entire time. And this, he's got a hot wife too, but he's like, holy shit, and... And yeah, you, you have to be careful. It's so, it's so distracting. And, and it's, it's just, it's mind blowing. And so, I mean, what more can you enjoy? You're, you're just talking shit with your, with your boy, drinking some, having some drinks. I was going to say beers, but I had beers. He had uh, tonic vodka or something like that. And Lulu lemons everywhere. Oh, now there's some that just need to stop with the Lululemons. They need to stop, period, and just put some fucking clothes on to hide that shit. Just because they fit, or just because they make them in your size, don't mean you should wear them. And they really don't. They stretch. So, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. But put cover up or something for fuck's sake. It's winter. Um, but whoa. The, the scary part about that, though, is um, you'll see some young ones, and you just don't know if they're sixteen or thirty, because sometimes I I I I, I, I would say the only way is, of course, if they're walking with your parents, and you're like, oh, okay, they're walking with their parents, or they're walking with a group of friends, and sometimes there's one or two in there that you know just haven't quite blossomed I guess you could say and you realize like oh those are young yeah maybe um, yeah I'll look away but most of the time you don't know especially when they're from behind you're like oh my god it's just uh anyways whoever developed the Lululemons whosever idea that was oh just Nobel Prize or was it Nobel Prize or Pulitzer? Whatever. Something. Award. Award this person because, wow. And I almost want to say it's created by a man. Not because I'm being sexist, but because a man knows what a fantastic ass looks like. We've been looking at him forever. And then somebody goes, hey, I know exactly how to make this ass. He probably said same thing. You know what asses need? They need a bra, and I know exactly what I can do. I don't know. I could be completely off course, but if a chick did it too, good for her. Hopefully, she's hot too. Anyways, yeah. Um, and we just uh, yeah we talked, fucking all all sorts of shit. Just laughing. He's getting he's getting uh, shoulder rebuilt. Uh, His shoulder, both shoulders rebuilt actually one on one first. And of course, once that heals the other one, which I didn't even, I didn't even really think that that that's possible, but yeah, he's, he said that he's going in and it should be like a one day procedure, I guess he told me how they just basically cut that whole joint with the clavicle and the, uh, the, the, what do you say uh, the, the bicep, uh, well, not the bicep, but the, the shoulder uh, joint mean. And they basically chopped that off and, um, create a new one of plastic and I think a little bit of metal, but he's got seven, what not has, he's lost 70% of his range of motion in both shoulders, which is insane. Um, so he's like, I'm fucking finally looking forward to it. And then I asked him, I was like, how do you do TB with that? And, It's just because if you're doing straight kind of jab-ish punches, it works. He says the hooks kind of hurt a tiny bit, but yeah, that's, is in that much pain. He just can't, he just locks up. He's got like spurs growing out the side where he just can't lift anymore um, from the side. So I I told him, I'm like, man, you're like an old school Star Wars toy. I mean, that's that's basically the goddamn movement he has in his arms and his shoulders. Oh, sorry. And uh, I think it's true. I think it's exactly what it is. (laughs) Um, yeah, and we talked about just, you know, what happened on the show and, and this and that, but it was, it was a, it was a fun visit. We, we, uh, put it down a few, few drinks, gave him his tamales, he was fucking happy. And, um, yeah, we had a, we had a great time. So I'm sure that this episode's probably pretty boring to you guys compared, well, hopefully all the other ones aren't, but I'm guessing that probably this one's not, the 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 best one but I just wanted to throw something out there because I didn't have anything planned um and uh I, I didn't at least a couple times I have notes down oh shit I forgot my notebook um yeah somewhere because I figured I could at least um I don't know I usually have a couple links that I talk to or, or talk about. Oh wait, you know what? I've never even done the, the 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 songs and their meanings. I forgot all about that. Um, I do have a few things here about. Um, I, I, I yeah stuff that I did note down, um, like the man with the killer pitch. I might have said that. Corn's uh, Jonathan Davis opens up to Stevo about past meth addiction. Uh, meet the man who makes your favorite announcer sound smarter. I don't have a favorite announcer, but you know what I'm saying? Like um, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, for instance, have a, a person standing next to him that really helps them sound as smart as they are. Not that they're not, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, and a few other topics that I had, but uh, like I said, I had to make this one short because I'm going to go meet my uh, my buddy um, here in the next well, I gotta get ready, probably gotta meet him here and leave him here in about 10 minutes. And he's um he's a busy dude. Uh and he just had surgery for something too. So I'm see how he's doing, but I think that's about it. I'm sorry that this one was so short and uh probably uneventful to a point. I didn't really go on a tangent like I usually do. Son of a bitch. Um I really need to get something. I need to plan this better. I think I do, and that's that's a, that's my problem. I uh, I hate planning things sometimes, and I was just like, oh, but I knew at this time I didn't have a lot of time this week uh, because of meeting a couple people, and and then just not not getting back into town um, on Sunday evening, uh, and I hadn't really come across a uh, couple articles. I mean, I have, but I need to look them up and I haven't done that. And I didn't know if I'd even be able to do the podcast today, but I was going to try to, because I got to try to do an animation. Well, I'm going to, I don't know if I can. I wanted to do one for tomorrow. That doesn't give me much time though. And so I was like, I don't even know if I'll be able to do a podcast, which I wouldn't have, If I would have done one last week, but I did, Um, I was trying to think of just more conversations about me and my uh, buddy that had yesterday because just all the things that we talked about—it's just always so funny. All the shit that we, you know, converse and how his station, uh, you know, what they were in a little bit of trouble—not financially wise—but when the COVID hit and one of their main people um, end up testing positive and couldn't come into the studio so they had to try to basically they first had to have no one come into the studio until they all got tested so they're doing the whole show remotely uh they were off for i think four days in a row uh trying to situate things probably getting shit together be like i can imagine like okay how are we going to keep the show going um and so they probably had to scramble get have ways to be able to do it uh, mobile and um and from home i know some of the people there have that ability to run the show from home but that's the first time it happened for the the morning show i mean it's live you know so it's the first time so they had they had to figure everything out you know have everybody ta- to be tested to see if they're negative positive and 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 be able to do something they never have been they'd never tried to do to begin with, and never even thought that would happen. And here we go. And he was just saying how one of the hosts just <laughs> ended up getting it because um wasn't uh wasn't too concerned about it, I guess, and ended up getting it. And and so he ended up being, I think he was he was doing the show at home for like six weeks because he kept testing positive and positive and then inconclusiveness and that. So finally he came out negative and he was finally able, I, you know, negative, and I think they had at that point you still had to wait 14 days and then finally go back to the studio. He said it was insane. And um, and how you know, like you don't want to basically bring it and give it to somebody, and they might not get sick, but maybe their grandma gets sick and pass away, or something like that. Now The company could be liable. It was just insane. And uh, they were able to pull it off. But he said, man, that was a pain in the ass because he's like, I'm texting everybody like, hey, do your due diligence. Don't go out. Wear your fucking mask. Don't post photos on social media. Let's just follow the rules so we can, you know, keep our our. Well, everything together. And well that didn't last long before that kind of went sideways a little bit, but, uh, uh, but my buddy is, uh, is, is good at what he does. He's excellent at what he does. He's been doing it for many years and is able to, um, think on his feet quickly along with the help of his other peoples that, you know, work with him. And, uh, I can, I just couldn't imagine. So, um, it, it is crazy talking to somebody in a, in a, Basically in a position like that that you don't really get to talk to often in that type of uh, career. But, uh, you know, he's been doing it for a long time. He's really successful at it. And uh, it's been great. But we, yeah, we just been, we were talking. I, we talked about so much shit, I don't even remember everything. I do remember the Lululemons, though. I do remember those. And the ones that we were specifically talking about. Oh. Speaking of which, I'm going to go meet my other buddy which is at the Scottsdale Quarter, and more Lululemons to look at. <laughs> so nice. But I'm heading out now, so um, again, I appreciate you guys for taking the time. Uh, thank you for stopping by and, and uh, taking a listen. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Jose Meza, and then um, have my shirts at ktshirts.net as well. Um, free shipping and shirts I think around 20 bucks or less than 20 bucks and um, I'm on Jose Meza underscore creator on IG oh yeah the Call of Duty thing remind me I'll have to maybe try to get into that later Uh, but check me out on those also subscribe to the podcast if you will helps me out a lot download it you can always offload it later but if you could download an episode here and there that would be very helpful for me and again, check out the merch on ktshirts.net. But thank you guys again for uh, helping me out, for taking a listen, and I will talk at you guys later. Got it right that time. Peace. That's a fucking rap!